from the hearth a folklore podcast production this is a free to enjoy book at bedtime style podcast that features folklore tales from around the world all narrated by our listeners in this episode we will be listening to alosha popovich read by al seeger the story i'm going to tell you is a tale of alosha popovich he is a bogatir a type of stock character from Russian folklore similar to the knight-errant of European legend. These men were often pictured as being exceptionally strong, very brave, and rarely used magic to overcome their foes. The female version of a bogatir is called a polonitsa. These women are just as strong and brave as their male counterparts. They're often married to a bogatir, and in some stories, they even saved their husbands from danger. These heroic tales were often preserved in poems called Bailina, which means something that was. These poems often drew from both Slavic pagan and Christian beliefs. Some of the characters and locations in Bailina are believed to be partly based on historic people and places. Some scholars classify heroes in these stories as having both older and younger versions, with the older version being similar to a mythological hero in regards to strength and deeds, while the younger version is often more akin to a normal person. There are a variety of scenes common in Bellina. Many of these stories include an account from the hero's youth, a scene where the hero leaves home, the hero saddling up or encouraging his horse, the hero at a feast, the hero encountering a witch, a wizard, or a supernatural being, and the hero taunting his enemy. One of the most well-known stories of Alosha Popovich involves his battle with a being known as Tugarin. Like many legends, the story has several variations. The version of the story I first heard describes Tugarin as a dragon, while other versions picture him as a man with supernatural powers and a horse with paper wings. In some tellings of the tale, Alosha travels alone. In other versions, he is accompanied by a friend or a squire. Alosha is often pictured as a trickster of sorts, as he often uses his wits to defeat his foes. And that is what I like about this story. It is different from a lot of dragon battles seen in myth and legend. Here is the story of Alosha Popovich and Tugarin Dragon. Long ago, there was born a babe named Olosha Popovich. He was a hungry child. One day's worth of food for him would be a 
week's worth of food for any other boy. He became stronger as he grew older. He would often play rough with the other kids. But this young lad would one day grow up to be a mighty knight. When he became an adult, he asked his mother and father for their blessing to leave home, for he wished to travel the world in search of adventure. His travels brought him to the city of Kiev and to the court of Prince Vladimir. And oh, what a sight the White Stone Palace was to behold! Alosha entered the hall and presented himself to the prince. He bowed down and crossed himself before Vladimir. The prince invited Alosha to join him at his oaken table, where he gave him gingerbread and wine. The prince asked him, Who are you, O doughty youth? Are you a mighty knight of prowess, or a wandering wayfarer bearing your burdens? I do not know your name. He answered, I am the son of the old priest Leon, his young son, Alosha Popovich. Vladimir invited Alosha to join him at a feast, even offering to let him sit next to him. Alosha declined to sit next to the prince and instead took a seat on the other end of the table. But the feast would soon be interrupted by a most dreadful guest. In came Tugarin Zimievich in the form of a dragon. Smoke billowed from his nostrils. Flames issued forth from his mouth. His claws and teeth were long and sharp. His teeth were like spearheads, and his claws were like knives. He was truly a terrible sight to behold. Some of the guests fainted in fear as the dragon approached the table. The dragon forced himself between the prince and his wife. Tugarin snatched two loaves of bread, stuffing one in each cheek, then effortlessly swallowed each loaf. The guests gasped at the sight, but Alosha snorted in disgust. "'What kind of ill-mannered beast are you?' shouted Alosha. Tugarin glared angrily at the young hero. Alosha glared back. But before the dragon could act, two cooks brought out a succulent roast swan. Tugarin turned his attention towards the dish in front of him and swallowed the bird in a single gulp. Alosha sneered at the dragon and said, You have all the manners of a pig. I hope you choke on the bones. Tugarin let out a mighty growl that shook the windows of the palace. The guests recoiled in fear. Alosha Popovich laughed. Next, two servants brought forth a huge flagon of wine and placed it on the table in front of the princess. But before she could pour herself a drink, Tugarin grabbed the vessel and drank all of the wine in a single gulp. What a glutton! said Alosha. When I was young, my father had a cow. It broke into the cellar and drank so much wine, she swelled up and burst. I hope the same thing happens to you, Tugarin Dragon. 
the last insult proved too much for the beast. The dragon reared up to its full height and snarled at Elosha. Brave words you speak in this hall, but will you come outside and fight me? Of course, replied the hero with a cheerful smile. Alosha calmly followed Tugarin out to the courtyard. The prince, his wife, and the guests followed. They did not believe this young man would be brave enough to fight a dragon. Many even started placing bets on how long the fight would last. Alosha stood in front of the dragon, but he did not draw his sword. Well, Alosha Popovich, how would you like to die? asked the dragon. Shall I burn you to a crisp with my fire breath? Shall I chew you to bits with my spiked teeth? Or perhaps I should slice you to ribbons with my sharp claws? Alosha was unmoved. He simply stood there and put his hands on his hips. Tugarin Dragon, I know you are a rude and filthy swine, but I did not know you were also a coward. This was supposed to be a fight between just you and me. Why did you bring an army to help you? Alosha pointed at something behind Tugarin. It is said that heroes are clever, but... Dragons are not. Tugarin looked off into the distance to see what Alosha was pointing at. Faster than the blink of an eye, the hero drew his sword and cut off the dragon's head. The gathered guests clapped and cheered as the hero triumphantly returned to the hall. Alosha, however, sat down to eat. Thank you for joining us for Alosha Popovich. We hope you enjoyed it. Many thanks to our reader, Al Seeger. If you enjoyed this story and would like to help us make more, please consider making a very small contribution on our coffee page at ko-fi.com slash the folklore podcast. If you're interested in narrating a story, please email us at folklorepodreaders at gmail.com. Stories from the Hearth is a production of the Folklore Podcast. For more details on the podcast and its work, please visit thefolklorepodcast.com.